When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The people have spoken. Kelby is out of the podcast. <laughs> Removed. We are the true hosts of Men on the Internet. My name is Juan Villalobos del Cabron. And I, my co-host is... Sunil. Yes, I use my real name. All right. Sounds like good. <laughs> <laughs> and we could tell everybody the truth about Kelby... Ice Spice put out a brand new music video with Nicki Minaj. Boy needed a whole week to uh, recover from from the video. So he decided to just give us the reins of this one while he's in recovery. It's all good. He'll be back uh, next Mm. time around. We wish the boy Kelby. Best of luck. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know. (laughs) Let's just say he went through a lot of bottles. There you go. Of lotion. But, um... Yeah, Chris, how's everything going with you, my man? Good, brother. Today is a busy day. Let me tell you, I've been driving around the city today for work, which is the first time I've driven around the city in a while for work. I am so spoiled working from home (laughs) because I hate traffic with the passion I hate traffic. I was going from Burbank to North Hollywood, where I live, and it took so long first of all google maps is like i'll take you the best way and then it takes you like six ways to sunday to get to home right and then you hit the freeway and everyone parking lot is an asshole no <laughs> one wants to let you emerge everyone's like oh, i didn't see you there honking horns i'm like yo i used to do the commute from burbank to Reseda when i worked at warner brothers and uh I had forgotten how much I hated that commute. And I did that same commute today. And I was like, damn, I'm so glad I work from home, man. Because <laughs> this man. is, I couldn't do that every day anymore. And you stayed in the valley the whole time. Imagine if you have to actually go into the city and everything. I did. You know? I went all the way down to like Dominguez Hills and then oh, all the wow. way back up. So yeah, anyway, uh, how are you, sir? Um, doing well. I'm actually going to uh, your neck of the woods tomorrow. I'm flying to Chicago for work. Oh, nice. So I'll be out there. Um, say hi for, to this family, the second family. Yeah, I'll make sure to say what's up to, uh, <laughs> you know, the side fam. Um, or the main fam. I don't know which one's main well, side yeah, at this we'll point see. in time. but Legally, we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> but I'm um, definitely going to try some deep dish. Uh, yeah. You know, I used to live in Chicago, so there's a oh, couple yeah, spots yeah. I definitely want to try. But what I'm not excited about is my friend sent me uh, what the weather was over there. And it's 32 degrees. Oh, it's so, still cold out there. Yeah, I guess it just got cold. Um, so go figure. Right when I'm about to go, right. they want to make the weather brutal. So we'll yeah, see. not too bad. Are you going to be proper Chicago in the city? Nah, never. 
who wants to be proper Chicago in the city, bro? <laughs> it is crazy over there. At least internet makes me feel like I don't want to be proper Chicago in the city. Right, but right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be burbs. I'm gonna okay, be burbs. Cool. I think I stayed downtown. I don't know a handful of times, and then I would just be like west of the city, like out in Warrenville, kind of. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah. As long as you weren't south side, you should be fine. It wasn't south side. No, I didn't. <laughs> Though I heard the best fucking chicken is down in south side. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the best everything is in south side. It's right. just you got to earn it clearly. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> to exactly. make it out the south side, you got to be you got to be on one. But exactly. Um, speaking about Italian food, you like that Ooh, segue? There you go, Friday, no. Friday. <laughs> You're getting there. <laughs> That was fluid. No, but um, I don't. I, you, have you seen the new Mario movie? I haven't had a chance to. I, okay. I'm usually one of those people that goes to see those goofy movies like first weekend, but I haven't had a chance to. Yeah, I'm. Well, you know, it's it's been kind of interesting because animated movies haven't really done that well as of late. I can't think of the last animated movie that did extremely, extremely well. Uh, uh, Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots did real well. Gotcha. Okay. So that wasn't too far, too long ago, but yeah. it's not what we're talking about. Well, I mean, Mario's breaking records, right? I just looked at Is the numbers well, are almost yeah. at 700 million. And yeah. I think they've, I think they've only been out for a couple weeks now. I think a week. Pretty a week. Sure. Okay, cool. So yeah. Pretty so, sure. um, it's already the biggest movie of 2023. Um, you know, and they're saying it might even break. Maverick's record, which I think they just they had broken the record as far as uh, gross movies say. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, I haven't seen it. Obviously, it's a nostalgia movie similar to Maverick. However, whenever there's a little bit of success, Chris, you know what the you you know what the Twitterverse, you know what the internet, you know what the people are gonna start do doing. Let's make it political. So mm-hmm. uh, I kind of wanted to get your sense of one why you think this movie did so well right but the but also you know the the narrative is you know uh the main character the voice of of mario is chris pratt Mm -hmm. chris pratt is a very vocal vocal in his christianity um very true so the narrative from the right i guess is the reason why this movie is doing so well is like anti-woke and um, not necessarily anti-woke, but they, people could trust that it's not going to be woke and push this agenda down your throat. To me, that agenda down my throat is, is nasty pause um, altogether. All <laughs> but but give me a sense. I mean, this movie obviously did did really, really big. Um, Maverick, like I said, did really, really big. Do you buy into this whole narrative that these movies are doing well because they are, quote unquote, non-woke movies? Not really, because I feel like, like, the old, like I'm, I gotta go back to Puss in Boots because that's the last animated movie I saw. <laughs> but there was like, uh, people wa- uh, the the main character walked out on a marriage, like he left somebody at the altar. Like that's an animated movie, and you're bringing out these like heavy, heavy topics. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? And then like the dog character was abandoned, uh, and it was like borderline animal abuse the whole thing all the things he was saying uh so it's like i don't think it's not woke i just think depending on the franchise they're not gonna try to make those jokes it just depends on like what it is um with i know 
the Mar- the Mario movie did good because a it was backed by Illumination, which did the heavy hitters, the Despicable Me's, the um, the Minions, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So they already have a, a good tra- a good track record, you know. Um, plus, the Mario franchise is huge. Like you don't realize, video game nerds are one of the biggest audiences like of all time. So a video game movie coming out, it looking this good, sounding this good, um, backed by Illumination, that's probably why it did did super well. You know, even this all star cast too, like Jack Black and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Charlie Chris Day Pratt. and Chris Pratt and all that stuff. So. Your boy John Leguizamo though wasn't feeling it. He he had he wasn't feeling it from the get go. Like from yeah. the mention of the movie, he was like, "There's <laughs> not enough Hispanic people." And he was in yeah. the first Super Mario. Yeah, movie. he so thought was there like, was way too many whites. Um, it's and there an wasn't Italian enough. plumber movie. Like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it's gonna be, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I still I still stand with Leguizamo, but I don't know. He's I think he was reaching for this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I think the narratives are, are crazy. I think there's something to be said for movies that promote like the wokeness. And, you know, I don't know necessarily think, you know, the, the things you mentioned about Puss in Boots. I don't know if that's quote unquote, like what, what people yeah, consider yeah. the woke stuff. I think it's more kind of the LGBTQ kind of stuff that gets right. pushed or, you know, some of the po- political type stuff. But even in this, I mean, there's something to be said when it's just like in your face. And that's like, literally, it doesn't seem like there's a movie. They're just trying to push this narrative. I can understand why those movies do well, but don't do well. But I don't think that's the reason why this movie did so well. I think that's just kind of the right jumping on. I think, like you mentioned, nostalgia is big. And you look at the other movie, Maverick, that did huge numbers too. Right. Those are both movies that like people go back to the younger years and like, uh, can like have like a memory that is tied into that. Right. So like exactly. whether it be Top Gun or Mario now, like I remember sitting there and playing Mario and right. you know, like getting to the Sega and trying to, you That's know, trying thing. to save the princess and stuff like exactly. Yeah. So I think these movies where you can take your kids but you still want you, to go yes. see that movie as well. Those are the type of movies that I think do these huge type of numbers. And I think Maverick was like that as well, where Maverick was a movie where younger generation maybe wanted to go just because it was like a Tom Cruise movie and like airplanes and all this kind of stuff. But then the adults that taking their kids also wanted to go because they saw the original yeah. Top Gun and wanted to see how it kind of was. And I feel like that's the same kind of realm as, as, as Mario. That's exactly right. Yeah, uh, especially I don't know. Do you have you seen a lot of video game specific movies, like adapted movies that have been video games? I'm trying to think because um, a lot of them don't do well, but there's a handful. Yeah. That are like all right, that's cool. I think the last one I saw was Un- Uncharted with uh, Tom Holland. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that one. That was just on Netflix, though. I haven't seen yeah. in the theater. I'm trying to think. I know which ones I remember that were terrible, and that was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I didn't like that one all that well. I didn't really like Uncharted all that well, but really, anyway. yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big Tom Holland Homer and a Mark Wahlberg Homer, so yeah, um, both of them are in it. So you know, I'm gonna enjoy yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, what else? I never saw any of the Tomb Raider ones with uh, no, Jolie. I didn't Did, watch. Were the those Tomb any Raiders. good? I watched the new remake 
that they did not new but the latest remake they did at tomb raider i thought uh, that was pretty good but i never watched the jolie ones i think those were more like special effects like when they were coming out with special effects in the yeah. 2000s like all the like polygons and stuff like that, that was like their franchise to like push that on but um i didn't get around to that one or um the resident evil movies you ever watch those the zombie ones yeah Never did. Were they good though? Uh, no, not at all. But <laughs> that was that one franchise. I was like, wow, this is the one the TV show that I watched that was adapted from a video game was um, The Witcher. I liked the first Witcher? season of that. That was which is cool. good. That's also based on the books too. But the games are are dope. I like Sonic. Know. Supposedly was pretty good. I Sonic One. It, yeah, that's right. I, yeah. I almost forgot about that one. Sonic One did really good. Uh, I don't know how it happened to Sonic Two. I'm pretty sure it did well. But yeah, uh, it was really good, even with all the flack that they gave it. I don't know if you heard the first time they had to like reanimate Sonic because the first version looked so ugly and gross. That yeah, the audience yeah, was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Go back. <laughs> so so tell me this, Chris. What is a video game from your youth that you wish would make a movie? They would make a movie about? I don't know that I wish they could make a movie, but... I don't know if you ever played Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the game, man. When I was a kid, that was the game. It was the the bird had the bear the the bear had the bird in the backpack. It was like really goofy. That was the game. Um, yeah. The ones that they've done already, the Halo show, that was hot garbage. That was such a disappointment. And I love the Halo series. Like I grew yeah. up playing that, but they just shat the bed on the on the show. <laughs> I think they made a movie out of this one, but I think they could make a really sick one if they really tried to. And that's Zelda. Zelda, yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand why that... Because Zelda was like the game back in yes, the day. Yes, it was. And there's just so much they could do with it, I feel like, exactly. now with the way animation is and, and story writing and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, they got to keep it animated. If they try to do yeah. that live action stuff, I don't know about that, but yeah, keep it animated and, and we'll, we'll be good, you know? And the other thing is like, they don't have voices in those games. So you really got to be anything. careful. Yeah. You know, who they choose to do the voices. If it's like, True. if they end up being like, I don't know, something like Tom Holland doing Link. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd watch that. <laughs> no, they would get your, they would get your generic European white. To yeah. Do, uh, somebody. To yeah. Do, yeah. That has kind of like a regal British or yeah. uh, accent, you know, it's kind of yeah. sword wielding, sword wielding type. Exactly. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Is there a game that you played a bunch other than Zelda? So I actually was, all into sports games. Sports so games. I used yeah. to play all these sports games. Um, Mario was probably uh, Mario Duck Hunt. I'm talking about like Nintendo days. Right. Mario Duck Hunt uh, were probably the two that I would that were like non sports that I would play. But right. everything else was just sports games. Big Madden, 2K guy, and yeah, and uh, nowadays. But back then it was like it was like knockout. EA, play knockout? EA Sport. Yeah, Mike Tyson Punch Out was dope. Punch Out. Um, that's what it is. They had this like Olympic. I don't know if you remember in Nintendo, they had like this pad that you could connect into your your Super Nintendo, and you could like run on it, and yeah. you could play the uh, Olympic game. That was yeah. pretty fire. Um, so I used to do that a lot. But yeah, I'm actually not a huge into video games since. Like I just play sports games every now and then, but I never got into like deep into 
the story storylines of right. uh, video games and stuff like that. No, I was that. Seems like you got into. I yeah. was that kid. <laughs> I didn't go outside. I was an only child, so I just played video games a bunch. And then now lately, and then my cousins played video games when I go to their house. It was just a way to bond. Yeah. And so now that's like all we talk about is video games, and I still Man. play video games. I'm like, the did college you ever kid. think? When you were young, sitting there with your sticks, playing with your cousins and stuff, that if you took it really, really serious, you could become a millionaire playing video games? That's Not what kids are even doing in the slightest <laughs> did I have the idea that this was going to be huge and there was going to be championships. I can't keep up now. Now right. I'm like, I, I can't even. You, you just like, spawn and you're dead. <laughs> Ma, I'm, 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 I'm doing research. Yes, I'm training. <laughs> no, I would have never thought that I would have yeah. been like that, man. And I don't even know if I have the coordination to get that good. You know what I mean? Like, especially as a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly there's kids that are doing it. But, you know, I think like, what's his name? Ninja? Like mm-hmm. he makes like thirty million a year or something mm-hmm. like that now, just from streaming and yeah. And you don't and, and, and it's funny you don't even really need to like be good at the game as far as like beat people and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a personality and you could stream and you're somewhat like and, and like entertaining with it, like now yeah. streaming and all that kind of stuff. Definitely, I tried it. Like be- I tried it back in the day, uh, maybe a couple of years ago. It's hard because you have to do it consistently. And then even when no when you nobody's watching or you get one or two watchers, you still gotta like keep the energy and keep it going. Yeah. And after a while you're like, I'm kinda just talking to myself right now. <laughs> right. It's hard you to You gotta like, stick keep with it, it just like anything else, right? Yeah, you exactly. never you never know when when one of your clips will go viral or when like uh you know, you, you catch on to the right fan base or when you figure it out yourself and it just clicks. Yeah. Um exactly. Are you gonna go end up watching Mario? I probably will. I probably will try to nice. do it. This coming weekend, actually, because I think I'm gonna have some free time this coming weekend. Nice. Been busy the last couple of months. So. Gotcha. You taking uh, you taking wife here or no? Oh yeah, we love going uh-huh. like going to random movies and stuff like that. Is we she a Mario the, fan as well? I think so. I don't know if she play the games, but I think she's like down for any kind of goofy movie. We did the Dungeons and Dragons movie a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. That one was fire. Nice. Pretty good, man. Speaking about wifeys. Mm-hmm. We're going to play a game right now. Foul or nah. Um, so I know you're not much of a sports person and you don't know who uh, who Ash- Ashraf Akimi is, but he currently plays for PSG, Paris Saint-Germain. Um, sure. He's a <laughs> he's a huge soccer player, footballer, right? He just... Uh, Reese, I don't know if you watched, you probably didn't watch the World Cup either, but his no. team in uh, Morocco was like the Cinderella team. They made it to the quarterfinals. <clears throat> um, so anyways, he's been, he made the news and uh, we got a shout out to our, to our king because Akimi <laughs> did something that I think might change the game um, in some time. So anyways, so he recently was divorced uh, from uh, his wife, his ex-wife now. Heba Abuk. She's a beautiful, beautiful queen, um, Spanish actress. So anyways, through the divorce proceedings, right, she's wanting to get claim half of what his earnings are and stuff like that. He makes a lot of money playing soccer, by the way, Chris. He makes right. a, a million pounds per month. Jesus Christ. Right? So, so um, 
yeah, so so he he makes quite a lot of money. He's a really really good um, soccer player. But anyways, through these proceedings, what she found was our king Akimi has no houses in his name, no cars in his name, no jewelry in his name, no assets in his name, and very very little money in his name. So Genius. they asked. Where did all the money go? You're making a million pounds per month just just from um, just from the team, not to mention endorsements, not to mention sponsorships, all this kind of stuff. Right. So our king was taking all of the money and putting it in his mother's name. So his mother Jeez. owns all the houses. His mother owns all the cars. His mother owns all of his assets. And has a majority of his money's all in his mother's name. So, my question to you is: fair or foul That's for what fair. Akimi did? hundred percent fair. Are you kidding <laughs> Talk me? Talk about Akimi. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think there was somebody else. I want to say somebody in the NFL that said, "Don't put anything in your name. Put it." At the bare minimum, in an LLC. That way, they don't come after your personal assets. It's the business stuff, and you can't touch the business stuff. Like him giving it to his mom. First of all, you gotta have a trustworthy mom. If you you think your mom's shady, like you about to lose (laughs) everything. But if you're cool with your moms, uh, or even like come up with a contract, whatever, that is genius. I would definitely do that. I think I am gonna do that. I'm gonna call my mom (laughs) right now. Hold my debit card. (laughs) Hold the fifty-seven cents of the checking. Because if someone comes after it, you gonna have it. That's genius. Oh, wow, that's probably. No, I mean, he, he gave it all to his mom. Like everything, everything. was under the mom. Well, side. I mean, I think he was taking 90 percent of his checks, and it was getting oh, deposited okay. straight into her account. And uh, but all the assets and everything is in his mom's name. And I don't think this is like, uh, like he always did this. I think once he started realizing the divorce was gonna happen, he he did all of these moves. Right, 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 right. And but it was like well before that divorce actually happened and all that kind of stuff. So it's not really like, it's not, he did it all before they officially got divorced and all that. So she really okay, has yeah. no access because right. he he did it all kind of legally, quote unquote. Um, let me tell you why this this guy is about to be goaded and, <laughs> and all, uh, all of um, man, Mandem. <laughs> Man, so, like that. so so she's not like a she's not like broke she's an actress right so <laughs> he did the ultimate reverse uno card because she went into the proceedings and now she is valued more than he is right so now she has to pay for all his legal fees. Oh, and now she shit. has to give him half. I didn't even think about that. Everything that she owes. Oh, because in, in actuality, she's worth more than he is than on paper. Is. <gasps> so not only is this dude balling because he just put everything in his mama's name and he, him and mama are like this. Right. He gets half of what she he gets oh, half of what she's genius. worth because on paper he don't own nothing. Genius! Oh ah, wow! And they didn't sign a prenup or what? No prenup. No prenups. Well, they're, they're always you know gambling. what? And, 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 I gotta, I gotta say, look, she tried to, and I don't think, 
and I don't know, like we were just reading reports. We're obviously right, very yeah. cursory to this thing, but if she like she seemed to be putting the pressure to try to get this um the fifty percent settlement and whatnot, she tried to come up on on him for marriage and, and what whatnot, but the fact now that she's going to have to give up half, or at least some of these reports are saying she might have to give up half. That's just funny. It's it's really about how petty Akimi wants to be, right? Really, if he yeah. wants to be super petty, he'd be like, nah, you give me half. You try to go go after everything I have. Now nah, I'm going to go after everything yeah, you have. Now it's your turn. This uh, <laughs> article on Marka.com uh, uh-huh. says Abuk has a reported net worth of about $2 million and would have received $8.5 million if Hakimi owned his assets. <laughs> it's like, that's so she, she, she thought she was about to be worth she $11 million she, and now she, she might be... <laughs> she, she lost. That's now she gamble, might be man. worth less than a mil. That's um, so that, funny, dude. That's funny, yeah. I mean, but look, I think there's a lot of men that are going around and they're like, yo... Uh, I see all these memes on, on on the internet. I see all of these like videos and reels and, and TikToks being made. Let me warn my American brethren. This might not work for you. And Chris, <laughs> you mentioned it a little bit earlier because like something about uh, these other cultures. So he comes from a Moroccan family, right? Mm. Uh, comes from a very, you know, Muslim uh, family. I come from an Indian family. You know, these families that like cultural families, the bond when it comes to yes. family is much yes. different yes. than in America. So you mentioned like you start giving your whole net worth to your mom. In our in our culture, that's just like all right, beautiful. He right. says, I just have to ask my mom for anything and she'll buy it for me, kind of Correct. thing. But <laughs> You start beefing with your mom in America, and she has all your money. This goes right back to you don't, you don't tell me what to do, mom. You're not the boss of me. And then, but you are fucking, because you got all the money. You, you might not want to go back. You might not want to go back to that place where it's like if I if I got all the money in my bank account, you got to live by my rules type of thing. Yes, so. yes. If you're arguing with your mama, that's uh, not not worth it. Go find a sofa somewhere. <laughs> Put it under the sofa, but <laughs> you argue with your mama. That's the that's the white family, right? That's like the white family going. I'm, this is my room. This is my space. You can't enter it. Don't tell me what to do. Now nah, forget it. Forget it. It's over. You lost all your money. Yo, that's yo. So funny, all, all I want to know is, Mama Akimi. Is you single or is you not? Right, like, right, right. Mama Ikimi is the come up right now. Like, Mama Ikimi, oh yo, holla at me. Like, I'm I'm young, you know, I'm very low <laughs> I'm maintenance. Vibrant, full of life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Look, I will, I will sit there and support um, our son together. There you go. Our son, our son Ikimi. Look, he, I don't know funny. what his father, what, what his father figures are like and all that kind of stuff. Clearly, he was raised right because he'd be thinking. He's a thinking man. Right. But I'm just saying, Mama Akimi, she's the most eligible woman on the planet right now. Right. I don't know if Pops is still in the eh, Well, his father's listed on Google. So we'll see. You might have some competition. Yeah. The father. 
but uh, clearly clearly he clearly he trusts mama more than he trusts pops right exactly (laughs) yeah that is something too he specifically chose mom yeah here hold on to this real quick (laughs) that's funny he's a good looking dude too 24 he's only 24 yeah that's 24 years old divorce and worth 16 17 million what the living the dream living the dream be nice he ain't worth nothing his mama's worth sixty seventeen mil. I'm sorry. His mom, his mom worth sixty seventeen mil. That's wild, dude. That's nice, man. He, he over here on the allowance. Yeah, he got the most. He got the most expensive allowance of all time. That's wild. Are you gonna get a prenup if you get married? Nah, no, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know it's smart, like financially and all that kind of stuff. But for me, I, you know, I can't even imagine getting a divorce you know like i'm so right. particular when it comes to even being in a relationship who i who i spent to so i feel like if i ever got to the point that you know i want to marry this woman i'm hoping knock on wood that like i did everything to the point and it's the right it's the right person for me and yeah i don't know i, I just for me chris i always wondered like how do you have that conversation i know we've i think we've talked about it you you said you'd be you'd do it right yeah we i mean we've talked about it it's uh-huh. it's it's not much like a this is mine that's yours kind of thing it's more like i i'm respectful of the success that you made and i want it to be yours and mm-hmm. if it's if it's something that's uh you know because we're both like got specific goals in life and, and it, see, so far we're hitting those goals um and it comes the day that we make it to the big time and and our businesses are worth x amount of dollars that should be yours that's you worked hard for that that's your success you know your success is yours and i, and I respect it you know it, it doesn't come from like a, this is mine kind of thing this is mm-hmm. i support you kind of thing you know what i mean so and that's ultimately like i like I, joint bank accounts even that sounds like that sounds complicated because then it's like, how come you spend so much money on McDonald's or whatever? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want to argue about money. So I just yeah. keep it, keep it civil. You know what I mean? Keep it respectful. You're right. I mean, fi- I think financially is probably the number one reason for why relationships sour in the first place. But, you know, I think it might be just coming from a different culture. We don't yeah. really, we don't really, no, divorce isn't. Like from my parents' generation, it's like never happens. Um, obviously, growing up in America, there's more of it. It's more prevalent, um, even in our culture. But yeah, I don't know. I never look. Getting married seems so distant to me right now, Chris. <laughs> even like thinking about, you know, I gotta find somebody that's willing to say I, yes before right. I can get them to say yes. So prenup on top of that, you know what I mean? So right. um, we'll see. Yeah, like I don't envision it, but. Who knows? Maybe maybe they'd want one. You know, hopefully I come up, man. Be, yeah. Hopefully what what happens? Up. What happens if they say I want a prenup? What, what right. are you gonna say? I'd say yeah. I mean, to me, like I've never been in, and maybe you know, I've never been in a relationship that ended where I felt like I wanted something. Like you know, right. like I right. I never, you know, I, I never, I know I don't feel that type of way. Like for me. I'm more hurt from the loss of the relationship, not like the materialistic things around it. And so it would just, yeah, that wouldn't be a tough decision for me. I'd be like, 
Yeah. Cool. <laughs> exactly. Um, because if she's asking for a prenup, that means y'all she got it. So yeah, I'm gonna just fair. I'm gonna just put in and do my part to make yeah. sure she never wants to leave, Chris. Because like it. at the end of the day, <laughs> boy got bands. Like yo, keep go. me. I will. Ra- I would love to be a kept man. You know, like yes. let's just play with my. Let's let's just use my money off of play. You there pay you all go. the bills. You do all there of this, and then you know. You know, put me on allowance. It's like, you, I got to have all of it. Just <laughs> let me cool have have an allowance. That's let me, cool. It's just some of it. You know what I mean? All just right. some of it. I get my, well, mine's mine. What yours is yours plus a little bit there for plus me. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I asked for. That's funny. There you go, man. That's the, the dream. The dream. <laughs> yeah, in actuality, Chris, if a woman comes up to me and asks me for a prenup, I think I'm doing pretty well at that moment. Yeah, I'm there like, you go. <laughs> you know, that's like that's a that's a good good sign. It's like, yo, the fact that you that you got something to protect, your boy's doing well. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Cool, man. Well, um, what you got going on for the rest of the week? Uh, I'm back home, working from home, just trying to finish a bunch of projects, bunch of personal projects. Uh, I'm off to the races, man. I'm down to like trying to organize my days to the minute, not the minute. Let me say the hour. I won't say the minute. That's a little too much. But I'm trying to organize my days where like I even organize dinner time, like TV time, like all that stuff. Cause I feel like I'm almost 30. My birthday's in December. That's I want right. to have something set up by the time I'm 30 and then uh-huh. spend my 30s finishing building the empire so that way okay 40 comes around i'm set i got the house i got the whatever i got the this you know what i mean so that's what's up yeah. what um how, how are you gonna bring in your 30s is this like a year that you feel like you'd want to celebrate uh yeah proper? i want to go big my uh my family and i were talking about this because i got cousins who were born the same year i was so okay. my cousin's having her 30th in july my cousin who's 10 years older than me is having her 40th, uh, like two weeks after my birthday in December. Okay. So we're all like, let's all have just a big old bash in the middle of December. We'll go to like the desert or something. We'll rent the house. We'll just like, little Coachella vibes. Crazy. Little Coachella vibes, you know, <laughs> but like off Coachella season, you know, cause I don't want to be out there in the heat and doing all that <laughs> stuff. I'll do it smart and do it in December. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Thing. Yeah. 30 is a, 30 is interesting, right? Because some people look at 30 and they're like, you know, all excited about it. And then some people look at that as like the start of getting old. You know what I mean? So how do you view it? Age is nothing but a number. This is uh, just a, uh, what do you call it? Not a landmark, but like a, a milestone in the journey. That's all it is. I don't think it's old. I don't think it's young. I think it's just 30, you know? But it's you know the way you're, you're approaching it is re- is really uh really good. I think that a lot of people you, you know take longer to kind of figure figure things out as far as where they want to be in life financially, like relationship wise, all that kind of stuff. Seems like you're going in. You know, you you already got your girl. You're starting to uh, build your business, and you know, like you said, you have kind of like a goal to hit by the end of the year, so that you know you can really just be focusing on that. Um, in your 40s it's a good good mentality to have instead of still trying to figure out what do I want to do with my life and 
yeah, all that man. kind of stuff. Yeah, I've spent most of my twenties doing the "What do I want to do with my life?" thing. So <laughs> I think I finally got the picture, the idea, and and I'm off to the races. You know, so you know what's cool? I think like one of the reasons why um, you're you're like a little more mature because I think I spent a lot of my early thirties still trying to figure out what I wanted to do financially. Like I never was struggling financially, but I also never like really had a quote unquote career that I thought I wanted to stick with and all this kind of stuff. And I do think that a lot of people that I've noticed that got into relationships earlier, like, or stable relationships in their twenties and and stuff like that seem to have a lot more figured out than people that like were dolo. Cause I think like it's probably similar type what's it called um disciplines to to be in a successful relationship as to being a successful career successful right. all that other type of stuff too yeah i don't how know how much do you think like just not having to like chase quote unquote women right. i feel uh, like helped you and all that i don't know i don't know if that had a factor in it i feel like it wasn't like a pressure you know what i mean like it wasn't like oh i better do this otherwise you know my girl might leave me you know what i mean kind uh-huh. of thing but I feel like it was just a one less thing to worry about. B, it was is is something you want to do better, not only for yourself but for that other person. You know, and I mean, I think that's also a big factor in it. Um, so yeah, I think that's more of what it is. I think it's a positive uh, foundation and support versus like a I better do this otherwise she's leaving me kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's well, I looked at it more that. You know, I think a lot of people do a lot of stupid shit in their 20s and their 30s trying to impress women and trying true, to like true. chase and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was thinking more just because you don't you didn't really have to do that because you already had your girl. You know what I mean? You're not out here like in the streets trying to like right. focus on oh, how do I get a girl or how do I do this? And you, that stuff's already figured out that like, you know, you, you have more time to kind of just chill and focus and maybe not go through all of that ups and downs that I think a lot of men do. True. Cause you look at like the struggles of men, right. Or whatever, like you see it on, on social media and all that kind of stuff. It's never the dude that has the girl and happy in relationship. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> right, it's right. always talking about like, the guys that Same are still looking like a, for a girl. Yeah. Like how do you, um, like the whole manosphere is like, how do you like, uh, how do you, what's it called? Like, um, overcome and get a girl to do what she wanted all that kind of stuff it's like yo the happy men ain't making tiktoks you know what i mean the happy <laughs> relationship uh, that you know that's there's a fair point there i don't yeah i i don't know i get i never really thought about it i just don't it's just one less thing to that's on my mind you know so clearly you didn't have to think about it it's there yeah exactly so <laughs> you know cool man well Next week, I know Kelby's coming back. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for this show. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, just uh, make sure you subscribe, follow, leave comments, tell us we're good, we suck. I don't really care. We don't really care. Good or bad comments. A comment is a comment. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. And then everywhere else is MOI Podcast Network. What is it? I think that's just YouTube. But Oh, YouTube yeah. is Men on the MOI Internet Network? 
We should really figure out ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the end card, you'll see it. At the yeah. end of this episode, you'll see it. It's posted there. So, And all our links are in the description. So, yeah. We'll see y'all next week with the full band. Uh, we'll get Kilby some water and a towel. So, <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening. If you like what you saw, please make sure to subscribe to us on Instagram at MOI Podcast. And please check us out on our YouTube channel by searching Men on the Internet Network.